This week on the How the Fuck podcast, we talked to Paolo Montero. Paolo is head of marketing at Wikitude, which has been a leader in the augmented reality world since 2008. Working with clients like Jim Bean, Nissan and Herbal Essences, Paola and her team work to build value-added brand-building experiences using augmented reality. I was lucky enough to grill Paola on augmented reality, specifically the connection and uses for AR in marketing. Like most people, I only had a basic understanding of AR from Pokemon Go and Instagram filters and that kind of thing. But it turns out there's so, so much more that you can do to connect with your customers using augmented reality. We dive into the use cases that exist for augmented reality in marketing, as well as the trends that are emerging in the market and whether AR is here to stay. I always jokingly say that I didn't choose marketing, but marketing and communication kind of chose me 12 years ago. And it has been really a wild ride since then. But slowly, slowly but surely, augmented reality started to sneak into my marketing life. And I got fascinated by the whole augmented reality topic. And a master's thesis later, I got hired by Wikitude. So I've been doing communications and marketing in the AR industry, soon to be six years. And yeah, let me tell you, it has been a wild ride and very exciting challenge pretty much every So what are the fundamentals that we as marketers need to know about augmented reality? In a nutshell, augmented reality technology really helps you connect the physical world around us to digital content by having a smartphone, a tablet, or a smart glass. A smart glasses is a medium. And yeah, when I say the world around us, I really mean anything. We can bring objects to life. We can bring environments, images, machines, maybe in the future, even people to life. So using different kinds of markers or reference points, we can make augmented reality happen. AR is definitely this versatile technology that can be implemented in many different areas and marketing is definitely one of the strongest areas that we see adopting this technology. And yeah, this tech can serve really different purposes and can really help you achieve your goals depending on what you're trying to go for. So for marketers, I'm really starting to see this shift from the gimmicks and fun functionalities to apps that actually deliver value and engage the customer and help them accomplish a specific goal. So what would you say to the people who are like, oh, I've seen augmented reality and I just think it's not going to be for me. It's not going to work for us. Yeah. So of course, there's always skepticism when a new technology is coming or when a technology is maturing. There's a lot of tests and a lot of proofs that is going to come. But AR is definitely here to stay. AR is kind of an extension of the, the world and what we see from the world in a digital format. And it can really help us get more information from what we're seeing, having things around us with more context. So I, I believe that the, the skepticism around augmented reality is going to decrease significantly from now on. Now that we have all of these cool use cases in the market and corporations working with AR and big tech companies endorsing the tech. So if you're skeptical, you just have to hold on. You yeah. will be soon coming into the AR world. Obviously, you're in the, the trenches of this industry and, and you're in the augmented reality bubble. So how have you seen the augmented reality marketing industry change in your time? Have you seen a growth in brands using the tech? Yeah, absolutely. So there was a time 
prior to Pokemon Go and after, right? So Pokemon Go was really helping push the technology like crazy. We definitely see more and more brands now using augmented reality to achieve different kinds of goals. So from Ellen DeGeneres to Jack Daniels to Nissan to very large enterprises, we see augmented reality being used in a wide variety of industries and, and use cases. So yeah, I I was always positively surprised on how much Pokemon Go pushed this technology. And then having Google and Apple and Facebook endorse it even more, it really gives this boost today. Yeah, from my perspective too, that was when I really saw AR hit the mainstream almost. Um, and it's definitely, I can see that being a moment when brands saw that this is a thing that we can make money from or this is something a way that we can help our uh, customers have a great experience with uh, so you mentioned trip previously how has the core technology changed today or is it just those use cases that have evolved and grown both so both the technology side and the use cases have evolved significantly since then back in the day trip wolf and and pokemon go now they use a very simple technology called location-based AR. So it's just literally taking uh, coordinates in the world and putting content on, on these different points of interest. Since then, we've moved to a way more spatial aware and computer vision based kind of augmented reality. So now we use our phones, our tablets, our smart glasses to recognize objects, recognize rooms, environments, images, and really make these objects and, and, and things come to life, adding different kinds of content, whether it's video or a shop now button or a 3D model of a machine and showing how to fix it. So both the technology and the use cases have evolved significantly. I saw the Jim Bean bottle on your website uh, where you point your phone at it and it comes to life and tells you the brand story. So in the case of Jim Bean, the technology behind is called image tracking, image recognition and tracking. So it's recognizing this predefined image and adding a video on top of it or a 3D content on top of it. But you could also recognize the bottle using a different kind of technology called object recognition, for example. So the, the whole AR and packaging has been the main topic of 2019, I would have to say. So we've seen huge brands like, yeah, well, Jim Bean to start and then Jack Daniels, then we had Herbal Essence, all of these different storytelling use cases popping up in 2019 and now moving to more value added experiences rather than just like simple fun and, and gimmicks, uh, 3D models popping up. So we're, we're starting to see a shift from nice to have to a must-have on the consumer's eyes. I'm keen to dive into the use cases behind augmented reality and marketing them because I think as a consumer it can be easy to see it still as a gimmick and I'd like to know what ways brands can get the most out of AR and how they can actually add value uh, as you said. So storytelling is a big one. I would say that brands are starting to pick up the, the whole brand storytelling side of it brilliantly in the past year. Product demonstration and visualization is a big one. And my favorite example is the Nissan Leaf app. So these guys really took 
this brand new electric car and gave users a superpower x-ray vision of what the car can do. So in the one hand, you're having this really interactive experience for the user, but you're also super empowering the sales managers and the, and the leader dealerships to give this, yeah, this, this whole description of how the car works, what are the main benefits of buying this car and getting this like product boosted, let's say, consumer. So their kind of sales chat can include like, look at this, here's the engine and super Yeah, fun. exactly. But we also have the, the IKEA example that you can completely furnish your living room and see how it's going to look like in augmented reality. So the whole like try before you buy is another huge part of AR for, for marketers. There is this report from BRP Consulting that it says like, hey, if you're using augmented reality, your sales conversion are more likely to happen like in a 40% rate if you have a nice realistic product viewing than if you wouldn't have a realistic augmented reality product. So we can really see that consumers are getting more comfortable with the idea of like, okay, does this action my living room or does this shirt really look nice on me? Okay, I'm confident now that I can buy it. I can move it to the next step of purchasing. Augmented print is a huge one. Interactive sales is another one. Media is starting to pick up really strongly the whole augmented reality storytelling. So we have Washington Post now bringing stories to the reader's living room. But also if you think about, for example, Walmart, they have completely changed how the, the user is navigating through the store with an example of the Black Panther Wakanda app that users by pointing the phone to the supermarket aisle they could just see a panther walking around and like for me the next step would be that the panther would guide people through the store but unfortunately this didn't happen but yeah just seeing how how the the whole store can become this world of wakanda and, and really bring the the consumer into this different world while shopping augmented reality is this kind of piece of the puzzle that can really make a difference when it comes to bringing value to the experience of the end user. There's definitely some fun use cases in there and I can see some of them really add a lot of value. Is there really a trend though in, in this being how consumers want to engage with a brand, you know, through their phone? Yeah, so that's definitely one way to to engage with brands. But I think it depends a lot on what the goals of the, the company is by putting augmented reality into their marketing mix. So if the goal is to just wow the user and give an insight of what their yeah their production plant looks like, then okay. But it might be a completely different. It might be to measure your room and see how a furniture fits there. So there, there's different ways that we can fit augmented reality into the different touch points that we have with consumers. And this varies greatly depending on the goals of each organization. I think it's important to, to point out that AR as a isolated technology will not save the day for brands, you know? AR really needs to be seen as one of the many pieces of this puzzle and look at really the holistic big picture of what your digital marketing strategy has and how AR can fit into this puzzle. So AR is just one of the many pieces and the many technologies that can come to achieve a brand's goal. So the good news is that the flexibility of AR makes it useful for many different stages of the customer journey and it can achieve various goals depending on how, when, and where you incorpor incorporate it. So 
on the technology standpoint, we already are having so many impressive use cases with really challenging situations, like when an object is in the shadow and when the objects are moving, you can really see that the computer vision part of the different applications are getting super robust and reliable when it comes to delivering a smooth experience to the user. But also augmented reality is proving itself to be as I mentioned, just not some fun gimmicks, but actually delivering the value that brings a return for different. Definitely sounds like the technology and the use cases are really involving at the moment. Um, and it's at the point of actual usefulness, I think. So how are you, how are you using AR at Wikitude? So we usually use augmented reality for like training people and making sure that they're working safely, efficiently and effectively. So this is a, a nice way to get augmented reality, like on the whole training part of the employee. And now with COVID, for example, if you are trying to solve a problem and you don't get the chance to get this specialist on your side, like, hey, just let them see what you're seeing. Put the smart glasses on and let the specialist see exactly what you're facing. And you get this step-by-step -step guidance that is helping you to solve whatever you're, you're faced with that you would be able to quickly resolve in a, in a normal situation. But now you're struggling with the fact that you cannot have your colleagues beside you. Okay. Okay. So like mainly like in within the company kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So we have what we call remote assistance and this remote assistance has been really, really helpful, especially in COVID times to, yeah, to guide the, the employees to, to give them this assistance and help them step-by-step -step solve specific challenges that they are facing right now. It sounds really useful. And I can imagine that would be so useful for improving customer experience or customer support in the future. So what about return on investment? That's important in marketing. So how much does it cost? So in terms of cost, the more complex the mobile application is, the more costly it's going to be, of course. We say that if you're going for a very simple augmented reality experience, for example, just getting a packaging of a product and augmenting the image of the packaging with a video, that doesn't cost too much, you know? So you would be looking at $10,000 to $15,000 for, for such an application. But if you're looking into something more complex that you're recognizing, recognizing an object and putting interaction with different objects and layering the digital content with it, then you would be more looking into the 40 to 50 to up hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending how complex this application is. So a few components that marketers need to take into consideration when it comes to cost. Plus, first, who is going to create this content? Then what kind of content do you want to deliver? What is the complexity? that you want this app to have uh, in terms of engagement with the user in engagement of the different elements within the app. And then who's gonna make this app? Do you have the internal capabilities or do you need someone that is a specialist from outside to build these 3D models, to build this augmented reality app logic? So all of that will impact heavily how much an augmented reality application will cost in the end of the day. Perfect, yeah. So what, what are your tips for people who are using augmented reality or thinking of building uh, augmented reality into their marketing mix, how can they really make a product that adds value to their customers and is really worth the investment? 
yeah, the adding value part will mean different things for different projects. So the applications can can go from like the far ranging that you will never see that this augmented reality application has been in the company, like training employees, to the very customer facing examples and, and in use cases that we have out there. So this will depend a lot on really what the goal of the company is. But for, for the user, the benefit is, hey, I can have something that is fun, that is engaging, and that will make me want to interact more and more with this brand. It will keep the customer coming back. And from a from a company perspective, thinking really about the return of the investment, you just have to decide like, hey, what part of the augmented reality campaign or the, the marketing campaign do I want to have augmented reality in? And then you will find these different tools to track use uh, like tracked links to make sure that you know when the content was accessed if the content was clicked how many purchases came from it and only like then you will be able to establish okay i have reached my goals i didn't even think about measuring performance what are the most important metrics that you can track in an augmented reality product yeah so a couple of things to track is how many times the content has been accessed so this can give you an idea if you're making cool content that is engaging the customer or not, and how the customer is moving through that the tunnel, that journey that you're creating there. So, hey, once they have access, what have they done with this content? Have they gone to your mobile store and did a further pur purchase? Or did they watch the video that you wanted to do? Or maybe they are now interacting with different kinds of products in the same category that they're exploring further. So the first is measuring how many times it was accessed, how often the, the user has interacted within this experience, and then how much time Time is a really important thing nowadays, and the more time that we can keep people in this application, the better, right? So this is when I, I, I see the, the results that Jack Daniels did, and for their application, they had an average of 5 minutes 42, which is a crazy amount of time to keep a user engaged watching a video from a whiskey bottle, right? So they were super successful in, in just keeping this user interested. And they didn't even need to take a plane from wherever they are to the U.S. to visit Jack Daniels Distillery. They were able to do that from the comfort of their home with their favorite whiskey bottle, and they spent the time with the brand. And this, in the end of the day, is what matters, the time that you're spending with the brand. Definitely, that's an interesting angle, actually. Is that kind of experience always requiring an app download, or is there a way to build it straight into Instagram or Snapchat or just the web browser? Definitely. So there's there's different ways that you can access augmented reality content. There's also something that can be accessed through the web. So through a web browser, let's say. But the more complex this experience is going to be, the more computational power there's going to be needed, like that the device can handle. And that usually falls back into having an app. So everything that runs in the web browser is more lightweight, but easy access. But if you want to go really into the nice looking engage cre engagement creation apps, then you really need to have something that can handle this more properly. Mm -hmm. And that's why apps are so important for the augmented reality yeah, experiences. There seems to be a lot of value that you can get out of all of these apps and experiences. But as a marketer or, uh, you know, as a marketing agency, I need to know more, I think. So how can startups and companies considering should they use augmented reality in their marketing mix? 
Like, how should they identify whether they should, where it would work the best, how it can engage people in the best way, and what sort of marketing engagement issues would be best solved with augmented reality? I think inspiration is a huge component to answer this question. So if you're checking out what other brands and other enterprises are doing and how they're solving this problem with augmented reality, this might be already a source and an indication that this could be also a solution for your particular problem. But that's why there's AR experts out there. So this is also a big part of what I do at Wiki you talking to brands and helping them understand what is the value with working in with AR, understanding what kind of struggles they're having and kind of matching that and seeing if AR is a perfect fit. And let's be honest, sometimes augmented reality might not be the answer and that's okay. I would much rather have an example that adds value and that makes an impact rather than just using because it's fun. We have an example. I, I always give this example of this energy bar that wanted to be innovative, wanted to go viral. And then they're like, okay, what can we do? We want to make this energy bar come to life. And then they approach one of our partners and say, hey, can you make this happen? And we're like, okay, yeah, sure. And the partner was happy to help the brand. But in the end of the day, the brand chose to put a single video in this energy bar and the user would be accessing the same video over and over and over again. Like there's not much value that you can get out of this, right? So it would be much better if instead of just putting a video, you would try to, I don't know, connect to a fitness AR coach that can, for example, help you on your fitness journey or get some different recipes on how you could integrate that fun cereal bar into a nutritious meal or mm -hmm. do more than just watching that. So it's about creating a really fun and engaging experience for your customers that aligns with your brand mission and the sort of change that you want to see in the world. For me, it's like any content, to be honest, it needs to fit those guidelines. Like it needs to not be a Trojan horse for your product. It needs to be really value adding and not just a kind of an attempt at a non-transparent gimmick. Video. Yeah, exactly. And also, if I may give a, a tip to my fellow marketers, the process of building an augmented reality campaign follows the same footprint that we have for any marketing campaign and any marketing strategy out there. So we first need to understand this big why, then we can outline what our goals are, what desired metrics we want to see, and then identify the different target group and see how this technology would fit into the different touch points to reach this audience. Like this, we're able to create this overall tie with a goal and have AR as part of the story and not just as saving the day. I keep saying that AR by itself cannot save the day, but it can add great value if it's integrated in a nice, well-rounded marketing strategy. You sent me a few augmented reality articles before the interview and one had um, innovation stages. That's the Gartner hype cycle for emerging technologies. Yes, exactly. So where do you think we are now and where is the industry going? So there's two different answers to this question. When we're seeing just the people that are highly involved with augmented reality and are inside of this bubble, we are definitely on the plateau of productivity, like we're getting to the point that companies are moving from the proof of concept stage to actually deploying augmented reality as part of their solution, as part of their strategy, and having this pretty much on a day-to-day -day basis. But if you go outside of the augmented reality bubble, we're still 
um, in a mix between inflated expectations and, and disillusionment. So we, we see that people are super excited about having AR and playing with AR and doing things with it, but it's like, okay, Am I ready to use this technology on a daily basis? If I have to get my parents to work with technology, are they gonna get it? Like, do I have a lot of explaining to do? So it's a mixture between, yes, we're really excited to have that and like, oh, we still need to get a hang of things and, and really understand how this technology will fit into our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. But well, Tim Cook says that AR will be part of our everyday. Like we're going to use AR on a daily basis in the near future. And I strongly believe that. <laughs> what have Apple been up to in this industry then if Tim Cook's involved? So Apple has been potentially secretively working on a smart glasses solution. We're not too sure yet. They have their product out there that creates augmented reality experiences by default on the iOS okay. system. So it's a platform that really has helped AR to get to the hands of millions of developers. And for that, I think everyone in the industry has to be thankful. Um, having the big guys joining us in the room is like, okay, AR is getting serious. This is happening soon. We're very that will be crazy. What do you think the impact will be of, of having a product become mainstream like Google Glasses? Is it really the future for us to be walking around interacting with the world with, you know, a mixture of mixed reality technology? Excited for it. No, but maybe we're going to be working with smart glasses on a daily basis very soon. So we see that hardware is getting more potent day to day and um, the software complementing this. So in a, in a work environment, we already see companies working with smart glasses to like help people work faster, work better, have more reliable results in what they're doing. So definitely on the work context, we're going to see this faster than the broad mass market, let's say. So I'm not sure if we're going to be walking around with smart glasses in the near future, like everyone on the street, but yeah, it's a possibility. Who knows? Maybe someone comes up with something like a hardware that is comfortable to wear, that it's not too intrusive to our everyday life and that we can just like feel natural and comfortable with it. Maybe the, the way to go is smart glasses is uh, contact lenses instead of smart glasses. I hope that advertising isn't built into the glasses. Us marketers, we have a lot of responsibility in our hands yeah. not to be the guys putting a million advertisement pieces and, and you know, overwhelming our users and, and our consumers right in front of your face, right? So there's a big responsibility when it comes to, to privacy and a big responsibility in terms of intrusion, let's say, of the personal space. Exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so good talking to you and actually like really rare to get someone who ha has such an expertise in augmented reality and marketing. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, next week's interview is going to be incredible. So make sure you subscribe and follow us on LinkedIn, follow us on uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, add us to the RSS feed, like whatever way you want to, to, to stay on top of it. But next week, it's, gonna got, it's got like an incredible story. One of those kind of stories that's going to go viral. And that's all I'm going to say. So see you next week.